time to wake up well. The collaboration between Balanced Minder and Beyond the Classroom Australia. I'm Peter Jefferson. And this is Leanne Simpson. And together, we ask you to wake up well. Hello, everyone, and welcome to uh, Wake Up Well, a collaboration between Balanced Minder and Beyond the Classroom Australia. I'm Peter Jefferson, and this is Leanne Simpson. And together, we ask you to wake up well. So let's chat about compassion today. And we're going to look at that through mindset, organisation and focus. So what is compassion, Leanne? Well, that is the question, Peter. When we started to brought up this first subject, we were both going, well, we think we do compassion. We feel like we're compassionate people, but what does it really, really mean? So then we looked up, it was about that actually helping someone. So it was really quite interesting, wasn't it? Because we looked up the word empathy and it meant that feelings towards and understanding someone's perspective and their feelings. And then to move it into being compassionate for them, you actually want to have that desire to help them. And so today I thought, wow, this is a really complex word, being compassion, compassionate and, and being having um, compassion for others. So where do you think that we should start? Where Should we start right at the beginning, Peter? Yeah, why don't we? We start with compassion and what it means. So you've you put down, um, you've told us what compassionate, being compassionate is and what empathy is. And it's a very interesting, they're two very interesting words. And Leanne brought up a great um, thought at the beginning about when compassion leads to uh, a, a situation where it's not so good. Do you want to just share a little bit more about that? So that I suppose that's how we sort of dug a little bit deeper into the word compassion is how does it look and how far does it go with compassion? So did you want to just bring that up in your, the story that you sort of thought of when you thought of compassion? Yeah. And so you can tell that we're kind of dodging talking about compassion because it's actually making us feel a little bit uncomfortable because we're worried that we're going to express it in a way that might make people think that we're not compassionate people. So compassion is, being compassionate is that idea of helping someone and that so we're looking at first about where does that fine line work where you're being compassionate to someone and you want to help them and where really you're just letting them get away and making excuses for having bad behaviour. So we thought, well, the first thing was that you had to start thinking about yourself and about being compassionate for yourself and having compassion for yourself because how can you actually work that out unless you actually believe in yourself and you want to help yourself? So I think that that's what we might play around with to start off with is being compassionate for ourselves because we know that by helping ourselves, we then can help others. So how can we be compassionate for ourselves? How can we give out, cut ourselves some slack, but also make sure it's not allowing us to make excuses for not doing something? I suppose that's really like that fine line that if we can get it with ourselves, Peter, maybe we can get it with others. So I don't know. What do you think about that concept about, you know, like, being compassionate for ourselves and showing compassion. 
Absolutely. I think it all starts with ourselves, doesn't it? So if we can get ourselves right, then everything else aligns uh, and we're doing it for the compassion that we are giving to the world is done um, looking after ourselves first. So self-compassion is super important. And it's, I think when we were talking about it earlier, we we're talking about compassionate, self-compassion, but even compassionate comparative to judgment. So when you aren't self-compassionate, then the judgment and the um, guilt and the shame can come into every sort of situation around us. So how do we be more compassionate to ourselves? And I suppose the first way is our mindset and how we talk to ourselves, our inner critic. It comes out lots of times when we are not being compassionate to ourselves. Uh, and how do we bring out that kind of side, that inner side, uh, out for the world to see and for us to see and to talk to ourselves in a really kind and uh, I suppose compassionate way without judgment and and the guilt so what kind of things do you say to yourself uh, when things go a bit pear-shaped or when you make a judgment on someone maybe not so much compassion on someone and how they are what what words are you saying to yourself during and then Obviously, after is when we really give it the um, good old bash and we might talk to ourselves quite um, cruelly because we think we didn't handle the situation right. What will people think? Uh, how will they judge us for the decisions we've made? So have you got any thoughts on that inner critic, Leanne, where we have uh, spoken or done something that is not so nice to ourselves as much as somebody else or it might not even be that to somebody else it might have been quite normal but we're we're not following our own our own values and what we believe so we're agreeing with something that we don't necessarily agree with are there any thoughts of the, of some or some situation where that's happened to you well i know even from a simple thing of i've said i'm going to cook dinner right then i've got sitting on the computer doing because that seemingly that's what I do is I just sit on the computer all day. <laughs> see, I have no compassion for myself because I've picked up what everybody else says, you know, because people just see there and I don't make dinner. And then I start getting myself all worked up about not being the best wife, the best mother, the best companion, because I didn't cook for dinner, you know? And so then I start this negative talk about myself, about, you know, you're an idiot and all these other words that we don't put on. Uh, on Facebook because I actually do. I start to get really cranky with myself. And I think that if someone else, if I was looking at someone else in the exactly same situation, I would give them compassion. I would be going, well, I can see that she was working really, really hard. And if I was making a cake, you can't stop making a cake halfway through. If I was building something, you wouldn't stop halfway through. You would finish building it or you would get to a start to a stage where you could stop building it for a moment and then go and make dinner. So often that happens. So I'm often myself, my own worst critic about being on the computer because people don't see things that we are building. They don't see what we're making. People are often, they are not very compassionate about how much time we need to be on the computer. And then I in turn have grabbed hold of that and then start giving my own talk that I wouldn't actually give to someone. And I think that that's one of the things that you have to take into account. And then 
there's the other thing where you start cutting people slack under the term compassion, right, who are actually not linking with your values. You're agreeing to something that you fundamentally know isn't right under the term compassion, where one thing you could be doing is actually being bullied into agreeing, or you're just being uh, not wanting to have a conflict because that's really things that are really things you don't want to avoid. So I'll just, you know, and in your head you're going, oh, well, I was just, uh, you know, they've had a bad day. I'm just going to let them do this and that. And then you get home and it starts to eat away at your soul because you're going, once again, I've compromised my values. I do not want to be spoken to like that. I don't want to be involved in, in doing this. Like how often have you been involved in a conversation where you've been so tired and that, and it ends up someone is talking about someone else and you're agreeing with person A and you don't even want to agree with person A. But they're telling, a bit, telling you their whole story about how what's going on with them. They've got all these things. And so you're showing them some compassion, which ends up meaning you're agreeing with person A when it's not really what you wanted to do. So I think that compassion can all be something that is a good way of making excuses for ourselves and others. So you've got to toss up. Are you making an excuse for something or are you actually showing compassion? Okay. And I think that if you, when you relate, so if we go back to that empathy, compassion, so empathy, meaning you understand the feelings and you, um, and their perspective and then compassion is wanting to help, whether it's for yourself, right? Or whether it's for others, this helping by doing nothing or helping by jumping in and doing something, maybe like running, running errands for someone because they're so busy that then in time you don't get your own errands done. Is that compassion or is it not? And I think that, that is the thing that we have to come up with that mindset of what compassion is for us. Absolutely. Um, and Leanne, I, I, I feel like that um, judgment and compassion, you know, we can glaze over that so easily with ourselves. You know, it's easy to see judgment and compassion and maybe make excuses for ourselves. But sometimes it's really, uh, it takes time to, to have a look at our internal thinking so that we can realise that there is judgment and there is shame in some of the things that we do. So when you told that story, and we all have those stories in our lives where we um, beat ourselves up with a stick after something happens uh, because we want to be all of these things, then that doesn't help us for all the other situations. So if we're not compassionate to ourselves, which is key, key, key then, it just emulates out and then we're, we're compromising ourselves a bit because we don't really give ourselves compassion. So we're compromising ourselves because we're making allowing compassion and excuses to, to come from others as well. So I just wanted to step back on that and say that that's that self-compassion is such, you watch today in your work and in your thinking and how easily, you know, when you go to do something that you're meant to be focused on and you choose to take longer or you choose just to duck in and do a job and what's the story in your head starting to say, oh, you had that list. What are you doing? You're on the computer again. 
you know, are you going to get those jobs done, Peter? Are you going to actually finish off what you said you're going to do or are you going to spend an hour? And you might have already spent an hour not realising and then you start beating yourself up on, about it. Um, and so that's something that we could just be watching and mindful. And I talk about the mind all the time, but the thoughts are so critical and the actions and feelings that connect with it to how we, we, we spend our days and how we even become compassionate. The other thing that you brought up, Leanne, with those values, and when, you know, it's probably a good topic to bring up is our own personal values of what we, we know. We know our values because we know when it doesn't feel right but do we articulate them very well so that when people come to with their stories and we want to give compassion or empathy we know what to give empathy to and what to give compassion to so to take that action to so perhaps values would be a great topic for us to have a look at down the track just to be very clear around that so that then our internal voice can link to those values and and we can hook back to it when things get a little bit crazy in our head and say kindness is one of my values are you being kind to yourself peter by beating yourself up with a stick over this are you being kind to yourself leanne when you uh, are putting yourself on the you know wheel of perfection what what value do you have i have values of compassion for myself so is this being compassionate to myself? No. And having that talk to yourself so that you can move through it. And then that helps with aligning yourself with other people and what you can articulate that a lot clearer when you know what those values are. I haven't done much on that myself, but it's it's a path, it's an interesting, pretty interesting look to see what those values are because we know what they are, but we just don't articulate them particularly well. And if that would come in your bit in your workplace, if you are finding as a teacher or as a mother, uh, you sort of have the same values as the school, as a mother, but there's something there that keeps coming up all the time. And so by looking at your values and then looking at the values of the school, you can make a decision to whether you continue in that role and be more compassionate to the school or whether you say, well, this school, actually, I didn't spend enough time on this and I need to withdraw so I can find the school for my daughter or son. And the same as a teacher, what drew you to your school? What were the values that you that made you want to work for them, the school or the system? And just realign and say, yes, I'm happy. This was some of the values that I found. These are some of the values that I don't align with. And accepting that that's the way it is and you're happy to go with that. Um, and when people aren't meeting those values, she can bring that up into in more of a more conversation. So I suppose I've just gone on a little detour there about compassion and values. But I think if we know our values and we can be more compassionate to who we are and have nicer conversations. What are your thoughts around that, Leanne? Well, um, I actually work in the workplace with a lot of um, different organisations doing value mapping. So I've had where an organisation had virtually two generations working on two different projects and they thought that they had, there was like this oldies versus the youngies, but then the oldies didn't like being called the oldies and the youngies, you know, didn't want to be called the youngies because they felt that the oldies, when they called them youngies, were talking down to them. And anyway, so the workplace wasn't very coherent. So what we did is we did a session on value mapping and finding out what people's values were for the organization, for their workplace and for themselves. And it was a real eye opener for everyone involved because they actually found there was a lot of things that they had similarities in it. But then they also started to understand some different circumstances, like 
when a young, they were the uh, oldies group for the sake of calling it the oldies group would get really mad because the young ones would leave. They were finished. They only got paid to 4.36. So at 4.36, they were out the door, right? And they got really cranky about it because the oldies might have been there to five o'clock finishing their work. So they had this very good, and so they had no compassion between either of them, right? There was not even any empathy happening in this workplace because their values had not been worked out. So they ended up trying to work out the values and coming that the young people valued getting paid correctly and for the work that they did, right? And the oldies actually did too, except they got a habit from long term of working longer for free and getting resentful in the workplace and building up this culture of being mad at the boss because they had to work to five. So they were actually better listening to the young ones. The young ones were smarter. They knew how to keep themselves well. So we actually found that out. But that we got off, so yes, so I think you're right, that values and compassion link very much together. So when it comes to finding a mindset about compassion, for me, it is making sure that you're not using the word, the thinking that you're being compassionate for yourself and on others and letting them make excuses for their bad behaviour or yourself with your bad behaviour and then reversing it, being very careful that you're not doing bad behaviour for yourself and not giving yourself compassion. So I think it's like a two-sided thing that can, that compassion, your nature to be compassionate can sometimes be overused as a way of allowing people to treat you badly because of all what's going on, on, the, on the, in your, their lives because you can empathise first with them. And then the next step is you can see that they're being mean to you and they they're even could be bullying you, but then you just start to be compassionate by wanting to help them, thinking, now, if I jump in and help them do their work, right, then I'm being compassionate. And then what it does is evolves this system of bullying because then it becomes something that you don't want to happen. And so then you've forgotten the fundamentals of compassion, which is start with yourself. Are you looking after yourself? Are you saying that this is something that I want to do? Is it my value? So I think that the mindset is to, to, for this week about compassion is to really start, one, are you being compassionate to yourself? And two, is compassion really helping someone? Is something that you're doing to help, is it really helping? So I don't think I really gave a straightforward answer there, Peter. Maybe you can summarise a mindset for compassion. Well, I, I think that we're, it's a bit of a complex subject, compassion, and we're, we're not the experts in the, you know, like we, we're not, uh, yeah, we haven't done the research. We have done some research, but we're not, re, we, we're not experts in the word compassion, but certainly having this conversation around compassion really makes you think about uh, being compassionate to yourself and to others and how it all starts from ourselves. So it says compassion motivates people to go out and help others pain for themselves and others. So you, it's going out and motivates you to do something really nice and really good for the world. So, but first we need to be able to do it for ourselves. And I just read something else, um, Leanne, that I thought was quite interesting and I haven't explored it too much, is having um, setting loving limits with your thoughts. So 
that setting the limits. So once you know your values, then setting those limits with your thoughts so you don't spiral into all those words, perfection and judgment and comparing and all of those things that you do. So just the thought of how you, how do you do that for yourself? Cause that will lead to how you do it for others, those boundaries around yourself and the boundaries around others uh, or interlink, don't they? Boundaries, values help with the compassion. Cause when we do it, we do it from a place that's really good, not from a place that's uh, resenting or frustrated or letting people off the hook. So I suppose, that's what I think compassion is. And then it helps with your focus because you know um, when you don't get things done that you're compassionate to yourself but not allowing yourself to set, you know, allowing yourself off the hook. So you're giving yourself the, the kind talk rather than the this talk with the stick. You're talking to yourself and saying, okay, well, you've, you've you lost focus there. Uh, you're neat. You were organised. You had it all set out, but you just went on a little tangent and you're next, let's move on. Let's get on to what you have to do. Let's give it 10 minutes. So you're, you're, you're setting some loving limits around your thoughts. So you're talk, talking to yourself in a kind way. So to this week, again, I probably remind you every week and myself is just to look at your thoughts. That's the action. And how, how are you being compassionate to yourself? Look at the inner critic. Uh, and what words are you saying to yourself when when you don't get things done or when you're not meeting whatever system you have in your head, have a look at your values, maybe write down, have a bit of a brainstorm and write down what values stand out for you so that then you can set some limits around, around what you do. Any final thoughts from you, Leanne? Yes. Well, I think a way of being organized this week is to think about some way of being compassionate, go back to a real simple part about compassion and working out some way of helping someone you know like they talk about you these play it pay it forward or maybe you've seen someone that um in your workplace that person that's just quiet that gets about does their business does what they want to do and you notice in the background that you know they just they melt in because there's all these loud you know the squeaky wheel gets the oil so there's other people there sitting in the background Maybe it might be nice to give them a flower or a little plant or something like that, you know, so you actually make the compassion in a, in a way or just go by and say, hey, I love the outfit that you got on, but truly mean it with all your heart. So pick some way of nicely con um, connecting with someone to help them out. As they get out of the car and they're struggling with books, go over there and help them carry it. Maybe to get really back to simple, but focus on that idea that, being showing compassion is actually really important for our wellness, our overall, overall well-being. Nurturing that part about wanting to help people and empathising with them can be really, really healthy for us if we work out a way of doing it that's not beating ourselves up with the stick. So when you go and do something, it's not adding another job. It's something that enhances our life as well as theirs. And the action, well, one way that you can do action is try to be really well. You need to sometimes try something new and connect with other people. So maybe you might think about joining a service club. There's a lot of service clubs out there. Some of them are very, uh, they'll have a certain event and goal. So you only have to, you know exactly what you're involved in. Find out that a lot of them have three meetings that you can go to before you have to join. So if you did 
So that's over the year, that's four different surface cubs you could try. Okay, three each time, three twelves, yep. Yeah, you could get four service clubs in to check them out. Like, don't think that you have to sign up. Don't be scared. Just say, I'm thinking about it. And then if it's not for you, be true to them and say, just doesn't work for me, this club. And I thought you did real, you're doing a great job, but it's not something that I can do. Or check them out on Facebook. You can usually find out what a service club's up to in Facebook or on their website. So that's another way to show compassion back to society is through joining a service club. But that might be all too much for you today, so it might be easier and it might be better and you're being more compassionate to yourself if you just went and carried someone's books. Absolutely. Fantastic. Well, I think we've covered compassion in some form there, Leanne. <laughs> you've walked away with something from our discussion today. And if you've got any thoughts on compassion, we'd love to hear from you in the comments. What are your thoughts around compassion? We certainly love to hear how, how you see the word compassion and what you do with that in your life. Uh, so have a wonderful week. We look forward to catching up with you next week. Our new name is Wake Up Well. So we've changed a little. Uh, so you'll see that um, happening through our different um, different ways that we're promoting promoting this talk so keep following us we love hearing from you and we look forward to next week so bye from now from peter and leanne any final words before we finish yes have a very big week i always say to people be very well and not necessarily good this right. is wake up Take well care. bye now peter we finished what we're doing on the podcast that so we're staying live on Facebook because we've got some accountability here and we've also got a message here from Audrey. So Audrey was watching us this morning and she what says that she, say? yeah, she says to us, she always asks herself, that was an interesting choice, Audrey. Would I do it again? So I really like, yeah. So That's there. Good. I like that. Yeah. 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 Yep, and um, also that compassion is about being truly honest with ourselves and not playing the easy game with yourself and falling into judgment. Mm. Yeah, yeah, so absolutely. thank you, Audrey. That really helped us like sort that out a little bit in our head. But can you remember what we were going to do last week? <laughs> <laughs> what did we say we were going to be accountable for this week? I don't know. I think I should have listened to the. I think that. <laughs> what what did you say, Leah? Give me, give me a help hand here. No, I got nothing either. So, if anybody was trying to work out what we were going to, to be accountable for something, we're actually going to be having this put onto a podcast. Yeah. So our chats will be on a podcast with Peter and I talking about our different subjects. But in that, our accountability will not be on the podcast. It will only be able to be found in the discussion section of the event. So if you know anybody out there that wants to know how to link up with Wake Up Well, in the discussion, I put a link to our whole entire chat in, in the discussion of the event. And then you'll also find a link to our podcast where it's kind of like fluffed up a little bit, you know, and a little bit, yeah, and a little bit more jazzy. But I think it's really important that we have this um, accountability. So I'm sure mine was something to do with 
writing down ideas in a diary. So next week, we are going to come with a mindset of sharing our task for the week. So about compassion this week, Peter, I've given you enough time. You knew where I was going to go. Go on. Where, what is your compassion thing for this week? All about, it's all about me, isn't it? Self-compassion I spoke about this morning. I think self-compassion, it just reminded me how I need to be compassionate about myself and how I speak to myself. So, but how can I show that as an accountability? Um, I don't know. Well, how about if we do the smiley face challenge? Okay. So, do you keep a diary or a journal? Mm -hmm. Yes, you do. So why don't you, every time that you go and you talk to yourself bad or incorrectly, you're going to put a sad face, then you're going to cross it out and you're going to put a smiley face on anything that you've got around the place, okay? You don't even have to tally it, but you're just going to say that it's really important. So you're going to be honest with yourself. I had a frowny face for a while. But now I've got a smiley face. So I think that you don't need to be that accountable by keeping numbers or anything. I think that you just need to go from frowny face at yourself to smiley face. Now, my this week, yeah, yeah. And so my this week is I've actually got to step it up a little bit for myself because I actually am in a service group. I'm actually their membership officer. So, yeah, so I'm actually going to allow some time this week to pursue some of the original goals that I joined this, the service group for because you can get sometimes you can get a little bit uh, wrapped up in the actual position of, you know, membership, I have to do this, I have to do this. Remember we talked about have to, need to, want to. So I'm going to do, I want to do some of the original stuff and that was finding and linking with different community members to have them feel good about themselves and we've got a number of projects. So I'm going to be compassionate, take that compassion for what I joined the service club and go back to doing what I wanted to do and not getting so mapped up in the have to do the membership thing. I'm going to have, get back to loving my service club. So that's my, my little child. I'm going to do service club and I'm, that's something for the future. It like is. Remember, you have right to, your service club are your two beautiful daughters. You've got little kids. Yeah. Right, my beautiful, I'm a grandmother, right? And my grandchild is all the way across the, the other side of Australia. So I, I am feeling what I need to feel to be compassionate to myself and my values is by taking a service club. So it's not just when, and that's one thing. So when someone talks to you about being a service club, don't think you have to. Your service club is your children at the moment. They need all your compassion and all your love and your husband and all the other stuff. Um, and so that's why people sometimes decide to go and join in a big um, Great Australian Morning Tea or a ovarian cancer lunch or something and they join and help raise them. They just go along as a participant. And if we don't have those people that come along as participants, then our service club doesn't work. So don't beat yourself up about being not being in a service club because you've got enough to do but just think, how can I help them? How can I show some compassion to these people that work in service clubs? And that is by supporting them in some way. And if you see they're having a sausage sizzle, you might say, hey, I've got an hour to spare. Do you want me to come down and give you a hand if you know some ladies? We have a number of ladies with our group 
that don't aren't a member of our club, but they help us out a lot. So now we get to say goodbye. Right now, <laughs> you're going to say goodbye. Okay, so everyone be really well, not necessarily good. We'll see you next week for Wake Up Well with Leanne and Peter as we just try to help chat two mums, two women, two educators, two wives, so many things. We've got so many levels and, and so many things that we do share with you what we've learned through our life and through our study and our research. So keep well, everyone, and bye. Bye. <laughs> Hello, it's time to wake up well. The collaboration between Balanced Minder and Beyond the Classroom Australia. I'm Peter Jefferson. And this is Leanne Simpson. And together, we ask you to wake up well. <laughs> <laughs>